Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans, to another week of Loon Talk. This time a much happier edition than last week's spooky edition. A (laughs) 1-0 win for Minnesota United this weekend. We'll get to that in a moment. Jonathan Harrison here alongside Dan Terra for this week's Loon Talk. Dan, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing I'm doing great. Another uh, beautiful week in Minnesota. Hope this yeah. continues. Knock knock on wood and uh, keep it rolling. So, hey, what can I say other than a win's I, a win? I haven't even checked what the weather's supposed to be for Wednesday's match at home. Yeah, they'll be. Don't check till tomorrow. They're wrong. Wrong. Long range forecast is always off. So. Ooh. Rainy, 57. Yikes. That's, That's perfect. Yeah, bring perfect. in Philadelphia, who's probably used to kind of rain. So, yeah, nah. should be fun. They're from the rainy. East. They don't This'll know what be a, is. That'll be the first rainy game this season at home. Uh, I believe so, yeah. First, I think everything else has been pretty nice this season. First, any kind of weather. I mean, really, it's yeah, amazingly, because they started their first four on the road. We yeah. remember that. How did that work out? Uh, not so good. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, if you think about it, that's <laughs> going to have to be the schedule going forward is that the Northern teams are going to have to spend a lot of time on the road to start the season. If they're going to start the season earlier, like they're going to have to, if they're going to take a month off. This, you know what? You know, we're going to get to a point where we're going to start in February and finish in December. But go ahead I mean, and take January off. <laughs> Do what well, you I want mean, in January. They'll start in February <laughs> in and then finish in November and then have at least a couple months off. That's crazy. It's better than five months off, which is ridiculous. All right, let's jump right into this. Minnesota United get the 1-0 win over Austin FC in their first trip down to Austin, Texas. Only the second time the Loons have won down in the state of Texas. Dan, broad strokes here. Thoughts on a 1-0 win, another three points on the road, just the third time this season they've claimed victory away from Allianz Field. A win is a win. A road win is a road win, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know what? Every team, even your best teams, have ugly wins that they probably don't deserve to win. Minnesota's had matches they didn't deserve to lose, yeah, and they lose. There were a lot of those this year. Yeah. There you go. What Absolutely. happened? We outplayed them. We out. We had more possession. We had more shots. We just can't score. So Austin, Austin played a. I thought Austin played a lot better than I thought they would. Yeah, they were absolutely. competitive. They were feisty from the very beginning. There should have been about 14 yellow cards in that match. <laughs> there were what, two? Uh, three. There was two three. for Minnesota, one for oh. Austin. Oh, that's right. That's right. We, we got one for doing this. Yeah, <laughs> which you can't do. I mean, it would, F- what do you it's mean so you stupid. Do it. You're not supposed to do it. It's, 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 it's always been a yellow card. You're not supposed to do it. Everybody does it, though, and well, nobody gives a yellow card and, for and it. And is that any worse than a player running up, getting in the referee, bumping chest with him and telling him to go to VAR, go to VAR? What's worse? I, I agree. I agree. Silly. And then Chase's was dumb, too. So, yeah, we yeah. took a couple dumb yellows. So Anyway, you know what? It wasn't pretty. It was hard to figure out because oh, it, yeah. it, it didn't make sense, the, the some of the problems that uh, were going on. But at the end of the day, they got a clean sheet. They got a win. They got three points on the road. And, you know, take them and get that. They got the hell out of there fast. Yeah. <laughs> they got out of Texas quickly with that yeah. 1-0 win. So yeah, let's I, jump mean, in. I mean, how much do you want to break it down? I mean, uh, I mean, it was one of those matches where they just they got the first goal and – you thought they were off and flying like we did against Colorado, and you thought, here we go, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, well let's start two goal outbursts, and then they just went flat. They just got yeah. out. They got beat to the ball. They got outworked. They got out hustled. They got out everything. So, but yet they hung on, and Tyler Miller got a clean sheet, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what you can say about it. <laughs> well, let's I start don't... with the. Well, let's start with the goal. 16th minute, Franco Fragapane mm-hmm. gets his third of the season. Uh, strongly hit shot by Reynoso, bounces off Brad Stuver's hands and lands right at Hassani Dotson's feet. Hassani does a really good job to turn and beat his defender, giving himself some space to drive a low cross across the face of the net to find Franco Fragapane, who just chips it over a diving Stuver for the go-ahead goal. And the first 15 minutes, it felt kind of good. It felt like, Mm -hmm. oh man, Minnesota came out flying. They owned possession through the majority of the first 15 minutes and they get the goal and like, okay, this could go somewhere. Uh, But yeah, the first 15 minutes were great. We'll get to the the next 75, but yeah, the the goal in the first 15 minutes were good. Yeah. I mean, you get that good start and we know the numbers, uh, you know, you score first, you're, you know, you're almost destined to win in, in the MLS. Yeah. You almost have to try to lose, and, and we've done that a few times. But so you get that first goal, and again, it was like Colorado, where you go, "Here we go!" You know, we're gonna we're gonna have a two goal outburst, maybe three. You know, here we go because they were playing a terrible team, yeah, and they weren't so terrible. I don't know what oh. what why they were so energized and why they played uh, really a chippy. I thought a very chippy match. Oh yeah. I didn't expect that out of them. I expected them to to look more like a last place team and go, but you know what? Good for them. I mean, good for coach Wolf too. He's got them playing, um, competitive soccer, even though they are, I think they're now officially eliminated, right? Yep. Yeah. They're, yeah, so they're, they're, they're one of four teams eliminated, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, as you mentioned, so they're out, but they played, they played with heart and passion. I, I was impressed. Yeah. As you mentioned, basically from, from the point that Minnesota scored the goal, it was all Austin's match. Wow. The, on on MLS's website, on their stats for like the the game, when you're looking at the game and they have the stats, they have a thing where they show you the breakdown of possession by every five-minute increment. There was only two of the five-minute increments that Minnesota controlled possession or held the most majority of possession. It was the first five and then minutes five through ten, so leading up to the goal. Every yeah. other thing, every other five minute increment was owned by Austin and it got as high as eighty four percent and that was in the <laughs> seventy to seventy fifth minute. Wow. And wow. the entire second half was just an absolute clinic yeah. of how to control the ball, but it was also a clinic in how to not shoot the ball. Austin <laughs> FC couldn't find the net at all. That as I said to you off air, that net could have been five feet wider on each side and they still wouldn't have found a way to score. No, they looked like uh, us earlier in this season. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, time of possession tells you a lot of things. But what it doesn't tell you is who's winning and who yep. wins. Yep. It's kind of funny. It's an odd stat because you can learn a lot from it. You can kind of understand the flow of the game, what's going on, mm-hmm. which team is, is playing better, which team is comp- completing more of their passes. But the one thing it won't tell you is who's winning. And it – doesn't necessarily make any sense, but it's an interesting stat. So, yeah, it was it was. I mean, maybe the maybe the loons had the same attitude I did. Well, okay, this is going to be easy. This this team is terrible, <laughs> and maybe they got surprised. But you know what? You're you're professional athletes. Yeah, you should never be surprised when a team doesn't roll over. You know, because they just don't. They're 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 paid athletes. They they're playing for future considerations they're playing mm-hmm. for their career they're playing for stats so uh i was impressed there were some players on the pitch so the the best players on the pitch that night were uh wearing green absolutely they really I, were i yeah. absolutely agree i mean 
Austin will probably wonder how the heck they didn't come out with three points in that one. Yeah. They'll have to look at their shooting. I mean, you look at some of these other stats, <laughs> some of the other in-depth stats here. Well, not really in-depth. Total passes, 558 to for Austin, 299 for Minnesota. Total passes. That's just an insane amount of passes that Austin FC put together, put out there, uh, compared to what Minnesota did. And Minnesota just couldn't. They couldn't find a way to connect two passes together in the second half. Every yeah. time they got so the good. ball... Every time the defense got the ball back from Austin's offset offense, they got it to the midfield, and from there the ball just died. The play just died. They couldn't mm-hmm. figure out a way to get it up into the Austin attacking or the Austin, or the attacking third. And it was just it was hard to watch at times, and it just as you as we talked about before we went on before we started recording, it almost feels like a loss just based the way based off the way we remember that entire second half where mm-hmm. it just felt like. Man, when is this thing going to end? When in the minute when are Minnesota going to get a hold of the ball and try and put something together? But then you look at the scoreline, it's like, "Oh crap, that's right. They scored in the 15th minute and that's all they needed to do." <laughs> and it held up. Yeah. That should be, you know, in a lot of ways that should be celebrated. You Absolutely, know, yeah. This is a club who's got a very good goaltender, a mm-hmm. very good defense, and if you who you know what, when the playoffs start, do we really care if you win 1 to nothing or if you win 4 to nothing? No. Just win. So you, you remember early in the season when uh, Jan Gregoosh – first of all, do you remember Jan Gregoosh? Yeah. Okay. Do you <laughs> He'll remember come up early, later. Do you remember early – oh, he will. Yeah. Uh, do you remember earlier in the year when he was playing – I thought he was playing pretty well, but everything he shot was 10 feet wide? Yeah. I mean, everything. It was into the brew hall every time, it seemed and, like. And Tomas uh, Panchettino for Austin – was twice as bad as that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he was just awful. He kept slicing it left every he time. Was terrible. And and the other player for Austin that I just want to point out was uh uh what's his first name? Johan Romagna. Yeah. Was just a monster back there. Jeez, yeah. That's a good a, young center back they bought. Yeah, he's he's yeah. what is he? He's 22. Yeah. He was outstanding. So, you know, I don't think it's going to I don't think the uh the curve for Austin's improvement is going to take too long because they've got some really good young players. And man, if they play with that kind of effort all season, as they did in this late season match last Saturday, um, I don't see how they don't make a huge improvement next yeah. year. So Austin FC aren't going to be FC Cincinnati. We can say that their defense isn't going to be as crappy so. as Cincinnati. Yeah. They seem like a better run organization that knows what they're doing. Um, and they've got good uh, front office staff there in, uh, in Reyna. So, yeah, I believe yeah. I believe what they're doing. It's just obviously an expansion side that not really having the best of seasons. Um, other talking points in the game you mentioned: Tyler Miller forced into eight saves on the night. Another game where he had nearly double digit saves. How many times are we going to say that throughout the season? Named to the team of the week this week. Is that the first time he's been named to the team of the week this season? I think he was on the bench once or twice. Man, but that just goes back to our our conversation a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Super underrated. Yeah, if he was in if he was so in New good. York or LA, they'd be yeah. uh, he'd have posters up all over town. So absolutely, uh, defense oh, well. in front of him on Saturday though, they held up, but it didn't always feel the most comfortable. That definitely no. felt the least comfortable we've seen that defense all season long. It was a little rocky, and I I think that you know the international travel is tough on these guys, especially yeah. Roman Metinier, who has to I don't know I think he has to take hang gliders to get out of Madagascar to get to a real plane and. Um, I know his travel is tough, and it showed because he just completely lost his mind at the end of the match. I still have Oof. no idea what yeah. what what blew his mind, but I have never seen uh, Roman Metinier that angry as he was at the end of the match. So yeah. I, I think that had something to do with it, and 
But, you know, here we are. Let's pick apart the defense. They didn't play very good. Oh, wait, we got a clean sheet. All right, never mind. <laughs> right. I mean, this we're really looking for stuff to complain about now. We're digging. <laughs> we're not trying to complain. It's just we're noting some the eye tests here. And uh, the eye tests- Ozzie Alonzo should have pulled his socks up further. His, his left <laughs> sock was too low. What's his deal? <laughs> You know, I mean, really think about it. It it is. And, you know, it's it's part of me goes, yeah, how did we win? We didn't deserve to win. But then part of me goes, what are we complaining about? We got three points on the road. That's only realize that's only the third road win of the year. Yeah. I mean, we should be having a parade down University (laughs) Avenue. And here we are going, oh, my, we suck. You know, what was wrong with the defense? You line up the parade on you line up the parade on Wednesday and we'll all come watch. I mean, (laughs) oh, man. We'll it's take funny. a row in. So it was three points out of Austin, yep. uh, Minnesota. We'll get to the standings here in a little bit. Next up for Minnesota, they will host the Philadelphia Union coming up on Wednesday at Allianz Field. 6.30 p.m. pre-match kickoff at 7 p.m. You can hear us on Score North on AM 1500, the Score North mobile app, and live.scorenorth.com. Mm-hmm. They haven't faced Philadelphia um, at Allianz Field since the 3-2 loss at Allianz Field in 2019. Uh, first Eastern Conference team to visit Allianz Field since Chicago Fire scrapped out a 2-2 draw last year against the Loons in November. Philadelphia unbeaten in their last six. They got a 2-2 draw against Chicago this weekend and only won. They've also only won three times on the road this season as well. Don't know much about Philadelphia. <laughs> don't know much about the Eastern Conference this year. No, we just don't. And it's too bad because we should see them more often. Um, they're a good team. They're They're playing, you know, they're doing what, Minnesota hopes to do, and that is hit your stride here late in the season. They yeah. seem to be hitting their stride. Um, I think we will match up okay with them. I think our strong defense and goaltending will make it tough for them to score goals. And I think it really comes down to we're at home. We're great defensively and goaltending. It's a matter of whether or not we're going to find a way to score some goals or not, and that's been the problem all season long. It's nothing new. We've heard this song Many times. And so I think this match doesn't really come down to what Philadelphia does. I think it comes down to whether Minnesota can find some offense at home. I think they will. Um, I think that they're, they're, they've finally, you know, at home at least have kind of hit that mode where, Hey, we can't lose this one. We have to win. We're at home. There's only a few games left, three left at home, I guess now. Um, I'm expecting a good match out of out of Minnesota. I think the hiccups from international travel should be gone. And by the way, it wasn't just uh, Boxel Metinair that seemed off a little bit. Robin Lode had one of his least quiet productive matches of the yeah. season. And, and 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 so don't tell me that that's just a coincidence that that international travel doesn't have an effect on him. It has it to. Absolutely did. Yeah. Those are three guys that are always rock solid, always mm-hmm. show up, and. Um, and on top of that, hopefully we have Will Trap back on Wednesday after he missed uh, his second in a row. So uh, I feel good about I feel good about taking on Philadelphia. I okay. just wish I knew more about them and, and had a better read on them. But hey, we're going to find out on Wednesday night. We'll get to our predictions here in a second when we predict mm-hmm. the rest of the schedule. Uh, then after that, we'll we'll actually have two games between now and the next time we record an episode. Saturday against LAFC, another home game, oh, second to last home game of the season. Pre match that far ahead. Pre match once again, six thirty kickoff, seven p.m. How can you time. think past Philadelphia? You're looking ahead. That's bad. <laughs> oh, you're not a player. Well, I'm also let's going on. I'm going on an hope. LAFC podcast tomorrow, so I've had to let's, think about that one too. Let's hope so. the LA. Let's hope the LA players aren't. Uh, or the Minnesota players aren't looking ahead to LA. 
Yeah. Uh, the last time uh, we played them was a 2-2 draw in July. Hassani Dotson, a 95th minute equalizer, a hell of a cross from none other than Jan Gregush on that, that one. That was a good one. Who? Not, yeah, right? That I went. I had to go back and watch the highlight. My God, that was a hell of a cross. Hey, Just, do, do you remember his first year with us? Oh, he was fantastic. And we were okay. No, this is great. Do you remember we were out at the we were out watching training at the National Sports Center in Blaine? I'm pretty sure you were there. Maybe I was with uh, Jamie Watson, but I think you were there. And Jan yeah, we're Gregush, too short guys. Jan Gregush guys, a little guy. I don't know which one. Jan Gregush was firing some balls from you know like you know, he probably was working on his set pieces from about. 35 yards out. He was just drilling them. Yeah. But none of them were going on goal, by the way. <laughs> One of them went of over the goal into the parking lot where the players park. Oh, yeah. I was there. And I remember this. All you heard was this. No, it was, it wasn't, a, it was, it was something breaking. You, yeah. you could tell that distinctive sound that something <laughs> was smashed. Yeah. And, it was the driver's was the- side rear view window, rear view mirror yeah. on his car. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the best moments. Should have seen the look on his face when uh, one of the players went and looked at him and they pointed and said, you got your own car. And he didn't believe him. <laughs> he did. He destroyed it. It was funny. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. But uh, so what were we talking about? Oh, Jan Gregor. Like- I'd like to yeah. see him play again, but I don't know if we will. Uh, probably not down this stretch of the season. I don't know what's you're gonna going probably, on. You're probably going to hope on Ozzy Alonzo, Will Trapp, and Hassani Dotson for that midfield. Add that to the mysteries of the season. What right. happened to him? LAFC, ninth place in the Western Conference. Still yes. four points behind Minnesota. They got a 3-1 win against San Jose this weekend. They are a team that has been very up and down this season, and surprisingly, Mostly they're one of the down. teams outside of the playoffs right now. Mostly down. Mostly yeah. down. You know, I mean, I would say we are an up and down team. We're stuck in the middle of the pack. Yeah. If you're below us, your season's been mostly down. <laughs> Let's face it, right? Right. If you're above us, your season's been mostly up. I mean, come yeah. on, it's pretty true. Um, we still have that dream that we talked about of of the three Dallas and the two LA teams being the teams out yeah. of the playoffs. No, that's the three, the three Texas and the three California teams out of the playoffs. Oh, that's right. All six yeah. of them. San yeah. Jose is in there too. It'd be that amazing. I don't know why that would give us such pleasure, but it would be. It'd kind be of weird. It you would, would think be those weird. those those states are soccer states based off their they weather. They are. They yeah. are. Yeah. So anyway, uh, LAFC. Uh, I not only think that is a win. I think that's a must win. Oh yeah. Um, every every game from here I on out is a must win. What's that? I think every game from here on out is a must win. No, they're not. <laughs> you don't Come have to on. win. Every, you don't have to win every game to make. No, the you have to. You have to. No, you have to go. You have to win. No. If they win every game from here on out, they'll be pushing for home field advantage. Good to make Good. the playoffs. To That's where they should playoffs. be. Home field what advantage. Got? What have we got? Five, we've got five left, right? Five games up. Yes, five. Uh, and wait. Let me well, why don't we get to it now? We're already talking okay, about it. Fine. We might as well. Fine. You let us right into it. We might Mister, as well just Mister, get into it's this. It's a must-win game. There's no must-win <laughs> games till the playoffs. No, it's a must win. Let's get to predicting the schedule. I made the font bigger for you this time, Dan. Oh, good. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, on Scorner's YouTube channel, uh, we do have a graphic that shows where we're going to do this. Last week, we predicted the final six games. We both predicted Mm -hmm. win uh, win against Austin. That came true, thankfully. So this week, now down to five games. Okay. Let's get right into it. Wednesday against Philadelphia. What are you saying, Dan? You go first. Oh, I go first? Okay, last week mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. I said it was a loss just based off of how I felt after the Colorado game. Mm-hmm. Wasn't too high on the team. Uh, based off the Austin... And you are now? Not really a whole lot more after that. I'll move it from a loss to a draw. I'll give them a draw. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. All right. That's all I can I, uh, say. I already committed, and I said a little while ago that I think that Minnesota is going to find a way to score some goals against Philly. Okay. Uh, that'll come up and write that down, so I'm going to put a win on that. All right. I like it. I think I had a win last week, didn't I? I think I'm being uh, consistent let me there. Check. Yeah, you had them as a win. Yeah, I'm not flip-flopping all over the place like you are. Okay. Well, I'm going to say it's a win against LAFC because yeah. that's the next matchup. Uh, three days separation between those games. Minnesota coming off the winning – or against, for me anyways, a draw against Philadelphia mm-hmm. – That'll be a decent enough result. I think they'll take that into LAFC, a team that's been all over the place this season, mostly down, as you said, team that's yeah. looking to try and get into the playoffs, maybe, or just maybe to look to, to quickly get the season done as quickly as they can. I'm going to go with a win there yeah, for so Minnesota in that one. I um, What concerns me about that is the quick turnaround. Those are those, yeah. you know, you're, you're playing your third game in – seven days and then they've got one. So this is going to be tough down the stretch because we can't afford injuries to any key players Yeah, and our guys off the bench are going to have to play really well when they are called upon, but I can't see us losing at home to LAFC. I just don't think LAFC has got uh, much punch left in them. So I put a win there. Win for uh, Minnesota against LAFC. I like it. Yep. All right, so that means another quick turnaround, four days this time at least, uh, out to Vancouver to take on the Whitecaps, a place they haven't been in over two years. This one has me concerned just because Vancouver has been good lately. They've been flying, trying to get back into the playoff race. They sit just a point behind Minnesota. We'll get to that here in a moment when we look across the league. And unfortunately, I don't have high hopes for a road trip out to Vancouver. I think the oh. last time they went out there, they got the win, but... We thought just, they were all must-win games. I'm saying they're must-win, but I don't think they will win all of them. That'd be so quite the feat if they could pull off six wins in a row to, to close out the season. That'd be fantastic. She's saying a loss. Yeah, I'm going with a loss. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Lens wow. fans. It's a loss. That's sad. Um, uh, I don't remember. I, don't... I believe you said they had a loss last week. Okay, and, and, and I was going to say, don't show me that because I couldn't remember <laughs> what I put. And so I was going to do it, but I'm going to stay with what I was going to say, and, and I'm going to upgrade that from a loss to a draw. Okay. Draw at Vancouver at the – what's the name of that stadium? BC used Place. To be, used to be – okay. Before it was sponsored, it was like the – I don't know what it was. Anyway, I've been there a few times for football games, but never for a soccer game. So Okay. I've never been to Vancouver, so, so. never draw. been to Canada. Draw. You can't get into Canada. No. Not with your, not with your problems. <laughs> never I can get, get into in. Vancouver. I can Never get into Canada. Oh, no, I'm not doing. you. No. All right. Then another quick turnaround, the Sunday match, because going up against the NFL is always a smart dun, idea. Dun, dun. Final home game of the season on Halloween at noon. They won't be going up against the Vikings that day because the Vikings play Sunday night football that mm-hmm. day. So thankfully, mm-hmm. we won't have that combo sure. to go against. Uh, they will be hosting Sporting Kansas City, who locked up a – I believe – no, they didn't lock up a playoff spot yet because they lost this week. So – they're still looking to lock up a playoff spot. I'm assuming they'll have it locked up by then. Um, Minnesota hosting Sporting Kansas City. I'm going with a win here. I just feel that they can get a win there against Sporting wow. Kansas City to close out the home schedule. It's Dan, a must-win game. It is a must-win game. All right. I'm going. I'm pretty sure. Don't show me what I said last time. I don't want to know because it I might make me feel the change. I do too. But I'm going to go. I'm going to put a loss there. Whoa. Why? I, I was I don't know why, but I was so sure, okay, they're gonna close out at home. Everything's gonna be great, but this team, as soon as you think you know what they're gonna do, oh, you did say do loss last week. So I'm going I'm going I did pick a loss last time too. Yep. 
pretty consistent. All right. I'm surprised I did. I thought they'd, I was thinking I had picked them to win. So anyway, uh, I guess I'm being consistent then. So loss against Sporting KC, uh, setting up, uh, the last match of the season, decision day at LA against the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I know what I said last time. I'm going to repeat that. They will win that one. Um, and that will, with any, any, any sorts of justice at all, will assure Minnesota being in the playoffs and eliminate the Galaxy. Okay. I like it. I think I'm going to tell go them that win- when you're on that podcast next week. Well, that's or when the is wrong that? LA team. That doesn't matter. It's just ripping on LA. They don't care. <laughs> Take them all down. Because LAFC's already going to be out of it. It's Galaxy. Yeah. We're trying to make sure yeah. they stay out of it. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm right, sure LAFC. I'm sure LAFC fans would like it if if we booted LA Galaxy from the playoffs sure on decision would. day. Sure they, they would love that. Yeah. They would all be cheering for Minnesota that day. I'm yeah. going with a win there as well. I think LA Ooh, Galaxy. A, they have struggled lately. They got their win this week. That's a switch uh, for you, right? Was it? Uh, I said draw last week, so I upgraded a little bit. Last week you said everything was going to be a draw. Not everything. Draw. I gave him a loss. It's a draw. Yeah. I gave him two right. losses. You gave him two losses. Yeah. See, uh, we're on the Gives him 51 right? points on the season. We you have them on we 50 both points. Still, you know what? We both have the same results, just diff- just different order. Yeah. We both so have think- three wins, a loss, and a draw. That's true. Yeah. All right. Just let's different go. places. Let's, I like let's it. Let's start the playoffs. We're good. <laughs> We're good from Let's there. Go. All right, so that was predicting the schedule. This time we both have them on 51, 50 points. So I think that's enough to make the playoffs this year with how it's been playing out. Yeah, because there's so many teams that have to play each other that are contending for the spot that you'll need fewer points to get in because of that. So Yeah. All right. So Should be good. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with a... I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. Time for some housekeeping. You are once again listening to Loon Talk. Go give us a rating, a review, and a subscription over on your favorite podcast service of choice. It does help us get found. Also, if you want to go watch us talk soccer, go to Score North's YouTube channel. They do upload the video. these videos a couple days after we post the, the podcast feed of it. So time for Look Across the League, Dan. Uh, let's take a look at some of the scores from this weekend mm-hmm. and we'll take a look at the standings afterwards. LAFC, as I mentioned, get the three, one win against San Jose earthquakes means LAFC stay within mm-hmm. four points of Minnesota going into that. California match. beats another California team. Does anybody care? <sighs> no, no. 
I mean, there was a hell of an assist on the first goal for LAFC. Go back and watch that if you want. Uh, other results that matter more to Minnesota right now, RSL, Russell Lake got a 3-1 win against Colorado Rapids. Rather surprising there. Little LA bit, Galaxy yeah. got a 2-1 win against the Portland Timbers. Means that 5, 6, and 7 stay the same order and the same amount of points apart, just one point apart between those yeah. three. The gap to fourth has narrowed a little bit now, just five points from a home playoff spot for Minnesota. So it's still possible, not likely, but still possible that the gap that Minnesota could get there. You want to know what Portland's remaining schedule is? We ha- Well, for us to get there, I mean, <clears throat> we have, you and I have the team winning three of their last five and only losing one, and that wouldn't be enough to get there. No, I don't think Probably so. Probably not. Not unless something weird happened. That 51 points, whatever you said we'd have at that point, that's yeah. probably not enough. So if you're talking about home field and you think there's a chance, you probably got to win out. Yeah, you have to win all five of your remaining games. Yeah, uh, I don't see Remaining for Portland, uh, Vancouver, they'll host Vancouver. They go to Colorado. They host San Jose. They go to RSL, and then they host what? Austin FC on decision day. Uh, I like that schedule. So it could be kind of tricky for them. Mm. San Jose still trying to get into the playoffs. I they're guess San Jose off. isn't done yet, even though they, they're done. Colorado and Portland will be fighting for who's going to be the higher team in the standings. Real Salt Lake still trying to stay in the playoff race here. Yeah, Vancouver's yeah. trying to get into the playoffs. They've got a tricky schedule. Yeah. And we know how good Austin is now. Don't take them for granted. <laughs> a lot better they, than people think. Yeah. They've already beaten a, a Pacific Northwest team this season. So. I think they beat them. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, other than that, Vancouver got a 2-1 win against Sporting Kansas City. That surprised the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I didn't imagine they would do that. Uh, means Vancouver stays within a point of Minnesota, meaning Minnesota cannot let up because they are just within one point oh. of dropping out of the playoffs. All those teams, Minnesota, Vancouver, LA Galaxy, who else is right in that bunch that still could drop out but still could stay in? There's there's so much parity there. Yeah, On absolutely. any given day, any of those teams could beat the other one, and it's just going to be whoever whoever closes the season the best. Those are the teams that are going to make it. And if you stumble and you only win two of your last five, you're not going to make it. Yep. If you play well and you win – four of your last five you're in so those teams to me are all they're so similar as far as i think their capabilities and their ability to make the playoffs i mean it's 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 gonna come down it's gonna come down to decision day we know that so i agree uh so that's how you feel about those teams in the playoffs. How do you feel mm-hmm. about the four teams that have now officially been eliminated from playoff contention? Cincinnati was eliminated last week. Chicago, Toronto, and Austin have joined them. Houston, I believe, as well. Um, yes, Houston as well have also been eliminated. Yeah. So five teams eliminated from the playoffs this season. Any uh, words of or an ode to their seasons? No, good riddance, you know. <laughs> they got to think about going to the NASL or something if you're that bad that you can't <laughs> stay NASL's in it. defunct. So. I like, yeah, just give it up. I, I would, you know, I would, I would, I'd much rather, shit. I mean, I'd just... much rather be working for a team that at least is, is in the playoff race. And Toronto generally is, but they've just had a terrible what, season this what, year. What is, yeah. Right. Well, I, we don't have time to go into that, but they've, they've <laughs> That's got a whole problems. other podcast. They've got, yeah, they've got problems from here all the way down to here. There's yeah. problems everywhere in between. So anyway, uh, yeah. And you know what, this, the, the teams, the newer teams in the league doesn't, you know, Give it time. Like we talked about Austin, they'll get better. Um, Minnesota, you know, made that slow progression, getting a little bit better each season. And um, so, yeah, you know what? 
there's playoffs and not everybody's going to be in them. And I just hope that at the end, Minnesota, despite a crazy weird year, a horrible start to the season, I hope they can make the playoffs because that with that 0-4 start, I think there's a lot of people thought that that there's no way this team was going to even be in the race. So, yeah. and as I told you, it was too early to write them off, but some people <laughs> did. But uh, so but yeah, the own, just... but the 0-4 start kind of did put you where you're at today. I mean, it put sure. you within a sure. point of being out of the playoffs. I mean, sure, if you, if you had if you won had gotten... two of those. If you'd won yeah. two of those four, you'd be sitting there battling for, uh, you know, well, I think I think it'd be the number two spots, the best anybody's going to do at this point. But Or if you even just got, just, if you got a couple draws of there, instead of four losses, if you got two draws, yeah. you're up to 43 points, you're in fifth yeah. place, you're sitting yeah. a little bit more comfortable than makes, makes a difference. 41. Yeah. <clears throat> Other news uh, that just came out recently, reports out of Dallas say young forward Ricardo Pepe has approached the FC Dallas front office requesting a transfer away from the club. We was kind of assumed that he would move this winter just based off how many teams, how many European clubs are shopping around for him, how well he's done this season, how well he's done for the U.S. men's national team. It was assumed that he would have been shopped or he would have been sold this winter anyways, but this just kind of ups the urgency of that to happen. So is that a uh, is that an agent saying, here's what we're going to do? We're going so to... The report- uh, the report stated that he, the report stated that he did it, and that mm. the front office was reaching out to his agent to confirm. So who knows how it is? But I am. Yeah, it, we'll never, it was going to we'll happen never. anyways. There was reports right. already that he had already agreed a deal with Wolfsburg in Germany. So and and my thoughts on that are usually, I mean, sometimes there is a problem within the <clears> team, and he wants to be gone. But I just think usually it's all right. Here's how we're going to play this. We we think they're going to move him. We, we think, but let's make sure that it happens and let's push the issue. Yeah. So, um, so again, it's you know, it's weird that it came out that way, but it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Disappointment if you're a Dallas fan. Actually, disappointment if you're a MLS fan because you know, yeah. if we we had any dream that maybe we could watch him play one more year, it would have been great. I mean, Not there to is play a problem against him. But. There is a problem in the Dallas organization. They're sitting 12th in the Western Conference out of the playoffs. I guess That's I, a kid I, who I, wants to be in the playoffs. Yeah. and But it, like you said, I don't think it made a difference either no, it's way. It's going to happen anyways. Right. So This just makes know. sure it's going to happen because he's. if it doesn't happen, then he has a reason to throw to, to, get, to get upset about it. But, yeah, it's, right. it's most likely going to happen anyways. It was well assumed across the league that he was going to be moved this offseason anyways that and Dallas will get a – a massive haul for Ricardo Pepe. Some reports nice. already stating that it's going to be more than the Alfonso Davies really? transfer, which is the record in the league for a homegrown wow. player, which is insane because I don't think he's as good as Alfonso Davies is, but I mean, whatever. If you can get that money, get that money, Dallas. Oh yeah. Take All the right. money and run. <clears throat> now time for one of our favorite segments as we uh, do it every week. Write that down. Time for me to pull up these slides for this one. Uh, it is our weekly soccer-related um, prediction segment. We each make three soccer-related predictions, at least one Minnesota United-related prediction. We will keep track of the correct predictions throughout the year. We'll call them goals. And the most goals at the end of the year wins the coveted golden boot. So time for an accountability session, Dan, as a Pull down some graphics here. I see green. I see green. You got one green this week, and it's in favor. It's in Dan's column. Three reds for me, one red for Dan. Means three wrong for me, one wrong for Dan, one right for Dan as well. Uh, The ones that I said wrong, all three of my predictions last week were wrong. I said Minnesota will beat Austin by two goals. 
They only beat him by one. I said Adrian Anu will start against Austin and score or assist. He did not. And I also said U.S. Men's National Team will beat Costa Rica by three goals. They beat them by one. Win's a win, baby. Win's a win. Uh, yes. You did say, though, U.S. will shut out Costa Rica. That went out the window in the first minute of the match. <laughs> I saw that. And I went, all right, never mind. And we all lost our minds because we're like, why would you switch Zach Steffen in there when Matt Turner's been doing just fine for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily, the U.S. recovered and a hell of a goal by Sergio Dest. Um, and then your one correct prediction, this comes from way earlier in the season. You said San Jose will not see the top of the Western Conference this season, considering they're about 20 points out of that from happening, and there's five games left. They can't it's mathematically impossible to happen. Because I think so. at that point they were second. Yeah. The point I made that prediction, they were second, and I knew they were going to fall, and they did. Yeah. All right, so that means our standings this season – with your one goal, you now inch within a goal of me for the top, which you have occupied for a majority of this season. I only recently took that lead. Uh, wow. 17 goals for me, 16 for you, four for the guests. Listeners still looking for a goal this season. Good luck, listeners. Try and I get got, on the board. I got three goals right here. Three goals? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Am I starting first this week? I don't remember. I think I am. Okay, go. All right, let me see this. Minnesota playing Philadelphia and playing LAFC this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go – what did I have them in the predicting thing? Let me see here. I said they get four points out of it. They'll get four points. Write this down. They will get four points out of the next two games, and they will score four or more goals in those games combined. Okay. Four points and four or more goals. Are you looking at my – did you look at this when I held this up? Did you I copy can't read what it. I wrote here? Can't read it. Why would you say? What's oh, your you first said four points. Okay. Four points and four or more goals. It's a parlay. Okay. All right. We were thinking the same here. So I I'm like going to stay with mine. I'm not going to change it. I could. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, versus Philadelphia and LAFC. Uh, mm-hmm. There will be, in those two matches, there will be five or more total goals scored. Okay. Okay. And there will be one clean sheet between those two matches. Ooh. Not saying for who. But there will be a clean sheet. I like it. Okay. So we kind of, we kind of were thinking we're on the same wavelength there a little bit. So You just sparked an idea for me for one of my right Oh, boy. Here we go. Five games left in the season. Mm-hmm. Tyler Miller just got his 11th clean sheet of the season. Ties him for the club record in a season with Vito Manone mm-hmm. from 2019. Congratulations, Tyler, there. Write this down. Tyler Miller. I mean, there's the ding right there. It's fate. It's going to happen. Write this down. Tyler Miller will get at least two or more clean sheets the rest of the season. Out of five, he'll get two. Two or more. And I would counter that, but three is... Three's asking a lot. Three is lofty, and I do believe one is probably under... under I'm looking at the opponents. They could find a way to do it. So I'm going to leave him. I'm leaving that alone. Every time I've tried to counter you with one of those, it just backfires badly on me. I said it just far enough. I reached that line where it's just like, I don't want to cross that line. Yeah. Sure. You don't want to do four. Cause then I'll take three. (laughs) Um, Okay. So Seattle Mm -hmm. will win the West. That's not a big gamble, but they're going to win the West at the end of the season. They will win it by eight or more points. Oh, what are they up to? They've got a five point cushion right now. I believe it's five, isn't it? Uh, yes, it five, up. 57 yeah, points. Five. They will win by eight or more as uh, the champions of the Western Conference. Write yeah, that like down. It. I think you have them at, yeah, I, there's a there's a prediction from earlier this year where you say something similar about Kansas City not reaching close to them. Um, but yeah, I like it. I think that's 
more than possible to happen with Jordan Morris coming back from injury, getting him down the stretch of the season as a super sub coming off the bench. That's that's a hell of a weapon they'll have. Nico Ladero yeah. might be coming back eventually. Yeah, they're they're stacked and ready to go for the playoffs once again. Seattle just the power that they are, they just continue to be the best team in the Western Conference, and they'll probably be the Western Conference representative in the MLS Cup Final again for the fifth time in six years. That wouldn't be a bad bet. No. Uh, write this down, final write this down for me for the week. Going back to my Manchester United team, rough times, not the greatest of results lately. All of a sudden, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is under fire once again, as he has been a number of times in his reign as the United manager. And whenever that seems to happen, he always seems to get results from his team and they're big results. Well, no bigger week than this. You got Champions League and you got Liverpool, your most hated rival coming up. Um, write this down. Manchester United will beat Atlanta, at Atlanta in the Champions League on Wednesday and they will beat Liverpool on Sunday. Write okay. this down. All right. All right. Two huge results confident. for Manchester United. I'm not confident at all. I don't know <laughs> if they can do it or not. Write this down, Manchester United. Two huge results. Oh, okay. he does it all the time. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Final Last one. one for me. Uh, I'm going to stay with Seattle. Uh-huh. Um, Wednesday, Seattle plays Colorado. And uh, I'm going to predict Seattle wins that one, but they win it by two or more goals. Ooh, blow up. So I think, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not a Colorado guy. So. Which is weird because they just did what they did to Minnesota a week ago. Was a you flip. saw it in person. <laughs> we, we, yeah. It was the weather, <laughs> the weather yes. injuries gone, international the clear, the clear skies at the time, was, weather. Yeah, bad refing, whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That has been Write That Down for this week. We'll see how those uh, predictions play out for next week when we come back here for Loon Talk. Dan, good stuff this week. We will talk to you in a couple days at Allianz Field for Minnesota United hosting Philadelphia Union. Next three weeks are going to be fun. Buckle up. Oh, goodness. <laughs> a, lot of tur- go. a lot of quick turnarounds. It's going to be interesting times for prepping exactly. everything. All right. All see right. you, buddy. See you, Dan. See you, Loons fans. Thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you Wednesday. We'll talk to you Saturday, and then we'll talk to you right back here on Loon Talk next Monday. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.